Welcome to the Beck and Siri Show. And here at Team Series Tri Club, it's not just about swim, bike, run. It's about who you become. On our show, we don't just talk to you about swimming, cycling, and running. We talk about mindset. We talk about fearless authenticity and being your very best self. And that came here from Team Sirius. This week on the podcast, Beck and Siri talk about Super Bowl 54, tips to make the most of challenging climates, and how often should you practice swimming in a wetsuit. I hope you enjoy it, and don't forget, if you want to join these chats live, you can join the Tri Club at TeamSiriusTriClub.com. Hey, everybody. Hi, everybody. We've got a handmade blanket here from um, and Siri's fan. from here, from Mona. Oh, my God, yes. We held this up last time. Mona, yeah, we did. Mona we Tobias, one of our athletes, made this. It's amazing. amazing. And then one of the other athletes, or one of our friends, sent this that she made. It's pretty awesome. But welcome to our live chat. Who watched the Super Bowl yesterday? Go the Chiefs. It was 50 amazing. 50 years. I know what I want to say about that game. I'm a, converted, it was a, I'm a converted Chiefs fan. Oh, yeah. yeah. We're both Sorry. major Chiefs fans. Yeah. But, guys, how perfect of an example is it? Like, it looked like they were going to lose the game, right? How many times, and I'm guilty of this, too, in my career as an athlete, have you had a bad start to a race and just gave up on yourself and decided it was going to be a bad day? That maybe happened to me once, maybe twice my entire career because it's the worst feeling in the whole wide world. But that Super Bowl game yesterday just goes to show you that things don't have to look perfect for you to have your best race ever. Like things could be a real mess on the swim and the bike and you have your best run ever and you run into onto the podium or something like that. So never, ever, ever give up because if you expect things to look perfectly in order for you to have a good race, it's never gonna happen. And you're gonna be frustrated and you're gonna feel disappointed all the time. Expect that you will have some peaks and valleys. You'll have great moments and not so great moments. And the key thing is keep going, be resilient, be relentless, dig deep, do the best that you can in every moment. And at the end of the day, I guarantee you, you will feel so proud of the result that you get. My, I was just thinking my races, I had like five key races that were my best performances. Two went absolutely perfect, relatively speaking, and that was when I got in Roth 8.39. And then um, my first Ironman, somehow, I managed to do everything right there, uh, although I cramped the last 10K. But the other races were Copenhagen where I won. I crashed in the first 3K, ripped my knee open, and just kept going. And then Australian Champs that I won, um, my seat post my seat bolt came loose and my seat was spinning so for 30k i had to like i lost so much like 10 minutes last 30k I had to stay out of the seat because i couldn't sit down on my seat your world championship you came out last out of the water so exactly so yeah. guys like do do not i mean the basic premise here and this stands for life do not ever expect perfection perfection it's not possible. Now, yes, Beck says that when she did 839 in Roth, it was basically not a perfect, perfect day. But, but that is so rare, mm -hmm. okay? Like one in a million. Like, like one in a hundred races for me. Yeah, probably. so so rare. And my greatest triumphs have come from really messy starts. So just like Beck said, in the world championship that I won, I came out of the water and almost dead last and ended up winning. Now, had I given up after the swim... I wouldn't be a world champion today. So be resilient, be relentless, and most importantly, do not judge yourself. Do not judge yourself when you're in the process of racing or in the process of a training session. You, have, you can control two things. I've told you this before, your attitude and your effort. Mm -hmm. As long as that you are giving it 110% effort and your attitude is great and proactive and you're being brave and courageous and positive, you will have an awesome day. 
period. But if you judge yourself midway and think, am I not enough or am I enough or am I okay? Does this suck? Is this great? You're taking away all your energy that should be going into your body for the task at hand and you will not race or train or do whatever it is to your utmost potential. And I want to say hi to Eilina. I want to say hi to Kath. I want to say to MC. Hi Yay. to Meg Newman. Hi to it was Megan's birthday Ra the other day. Redlin's on. Yeah. Happy oh, birthday. Hi, Megan. Happy birthday. I hope you had an amazing day. You are such a beautiful soul. We love you. Um, and I certainly celebrated you on that day, but I celebrate you every day. So happy birthday. And please, guys, post your questions. It seems like um, no one seems to post many questions, and we're here to answer them. Um, but I wanted to tell, sorry, we were just talking about the Chiefs winning. And there was a time where they were down by, like, was it 10 or more? I think it was at least 10. 10. And they only had, like, a few minutes left. Six minutes to go, I think. Six minutes to go. And you could see they started to do, and I've done this in a race, they started to panic a little bit and... Their quarterback was throwing like some odd throw. Is it? Do you call it a throw? In Australia, pass, a yeah. pass. I don't even know the terms. I'm just getting used to this NFL stuff. But you could see he was getting nervous. He started making some decisions where he was just out of a little bit out of like, um, I guess he was just getting a little anxious and making these little funny calls and funny moves. And and then I thought, then then you saw them regroup and they came back and they never. He said the thing where they never give up. They never gave up. And I saw I saw that shift. And that's when they ended up winning by what did they get? Twenty points within. Oh, amazing! Like a it few was minutes. incredible. So I saw that shift. I saw he went to panic and then he regrouped himself. So yeah. So I it's watched that. Yeah, it's never giving up, and it's also maintaining your state. Like you could see. Once the Chiefs uh, scored a touchdown, you could see there were guys on the 49ers and they were dropping their heads yeah, and they were getting whole... all nervous. And they yeah. started, you could tell that They're they were stay. nervous. Stay in the flow. Stay in that state where you are certain that regardless whether you win or lose, you are going to absolutely play to that last second. You are going to absolutely give it everything you have in every single moment and have certainty in that. Because if you have certainty in that, that's going to maintain that high energized state and that's going to lead you to your best result. Yep. And I think our body, um, what do you call it? Not body awareness. Like um, how your state, like how, you're, how you show up. Your like physicality. You, your, how you, what's it called with your head down? Like, oh, yeah. Well, if you've, if you've got your head down. And energy is going down and that's not good, guys. Energy. We want energy coming up. That's why I tell my athletes when I'm training them in person, board, when they're board. doing a swim set. If they get oh, yeah, to the wall and they're that. hunched over like this, breathing, I say, get back up. And I make them stand up tall. It and changes make it, everything. And they literally, by just by standing up tall with their head up and their chest up, it they feel so difference. much better. And they have so much of a better set. But if you fall into that, oh, I'm exhausted. All you're telling yourself is, uh, this exhausted. is going to get worse and worse and worse because I'm exhausted. So... Energy up all the time. Anytime you send energy down, you are lessening your power. Anytime you send energy up, you are adding to whatever it is that you're trying to put out. Body language, that's what I was trying to say. Yeah, your body um, language and your state. And then I think what you're telling yourself too, like sometimes, not often now, because I, I pick myself up when I do it. I, I, I know what I'm saying to myself. And I, if I was telling myself, oh, I feel like shit, I just stop that. Because you feel like shit and you're going to get more shit. Yep. So you have to say, right. I feel so good, oh my God. And then honestly, like psychologically, that shift, your brain, your brain and your body um, are so in sync and it will believe anything you tell it. So... I know one of my athletes said to me the other day, I feel fat and slow. And I was like, stop. If you talk like that, you're going to feel exactly like that. exactly what you're going to get. And I see it so frustrated when Siri would say that to me, but it is so true. And, and that's a great point, Beck. And I would add to that even that, you know, you don't necessarily have to go from feeling 
crappy to, oh, I feel great, because that feels almost, you know, like you're making it up. Have it be more believable, like, I feel really strong. I feel really motivated. I feel really ready to give this everything I have. Those are proactive words that are gonna help energize you, and they will then take you to that, wow, I actually do feel great, mm. okay? Sometimes to go from I feel absolutely crap to I feel Feeling great, incredible is, is a big jump. that's a big jump, and you won't believe it. You've got, yourself has to believe what you're telling it, so I feel strong, I feel motivated, I feel so fierce I'm getting today. so much fitter out of this session. Yeah, what, exactly, yeah. but <laughs> something that a proactive line of thinking that is gonna energize you and serve you, rather than falling into, and just catch yourself. We all do it, okay? Nobody's perfect. You're gonna have moments where you think negatively, but the key is recognize it, watch it, but watch it go by. Don't let it stay, don't let it live inside of you, just watch the thought go by, and then find that line of action that's gonna get you motivated to put everything you have and have a positive, proactive attitude. Awesome, and I was just thinking, I hope we get some questions and then boom, Radham writes a question. When are you racing again, Rads? It was so exciting to have you at our camp. Karen, yeah. Karen Burks literally taught her how to swim. She became a swimmer overnight. That. It was amazing. I remember that. It was um, amazing. I have a question. This is serious, even though it might be funny to you, hardcore peeps. What's the minimum effective dose required to train for my half marathon? Great question. Great qu on March twenty second. Ooh, I hope you started. <laughs> uh, I can't believe, firstly, you haven't asked us to help you with this. So please, exactly. we're about to, we're, that's taken care of And now. we can train people March to do 22nd. an Ironman in 12 hours a yeah. week, Radlin. So that's 10 hours. something. Yeah. So March 22nd, I feel like I've heard you all talking and doing some other cardio instead of running. Okay, I think if you have a marathon in 22 March, um, the best thing to do is run. Um, right now, just because of the short time frame. Um, in saying that, we have to keep injury free too. But I would say right now, um, with the time frame, that's a bit of a push. I would say you want to be doing a lot of running and you could probably supplement with a little bit of water running. Um, Siri, March, 20, March 22nd, and say she has an hour a day. It's so doable. Oh. We're on, um, what is it, February 2nd or something? Oh, my God. Radlin, you have no problem oh, at all. We have like eight, You're absolutely eight, eight ready. Weeks? I don't even know if it's eight Three, weeks. Well, I think it's like seven weeks. So, Radlin, we're going to help you with that. Oh, and that's more Zero than there. enough time, Radlin. I would, however, continue going to the pool, especially after your more solid if you have sessions. Time. Like but, the key would be running. But, but if she needs to... I'm talking like enough. 15, 20 yes, minutes like, of kicking. She has like three kids and like a 24-hour job. So okay. that might be... But the, I agree, totally. Then an yeah. Epsom salt bath would yeah. be my next, um, next go-to. Although, yeah, actually, I would do an Epsom salt bath no matter what. Um, but if you could twice a week flush out the legs in the pool with some kick sets, that's amazing recovery and will help keep you healthy. But there is no doubt in my mind that in doing yes. maybe six hours a week, mm -hmm. um, totally doable. you'll absolutely let's not only be able to do it, but you can do a great job. So let's give you quickly, and we'll also personalize this. We can come back to you personally too, one-on-one. -on -one. But um, for anybody else wondering about that, they're just like, I'm going to do a marathon in a month or I'm going to do – it's always doable. If you think you can do it, you can do it. And is it good for your body? So we have – yeah, we, I mean yeah. a half is fine, but if you wanted to do a marathon and you hadn't been running at all, and you idea. wanted to do a marathon she's, she's in six weeks, then I'd say, yeah, you can absolutely do it, but it's not going to be great for you. Don't your have body. a goal time, but Radlin, for you, this is for a half marathon, and with the time you have, and with your fitness and strength background, so, 
No problem. So that's write down how far you're up to running. Like are you up to doing 30 minutes, just time-wise up to doing 20 minutes, and then we can get back to you um, after we answer some more questions and just give you an idea of a couple of sessions you could include. Yeah. Because um, we want to get you fit as quick as we can. So calf, calf, and I would say one speed set a week, one oh. strength set a week, one she long know, run a week, really and one easy means. recovery. I know, but I'm just for people that do know what that means because okay. that question, Radlin <laughs> – Guys, that's just not a question for Radlin that we're answering. This is for anybody who may have that same question in the future. Yeah, I was going to go back to that after she told us like where she was at. Um, okay, Kath Carpenter, what do you recommend I miss training sessions in 10-week off-season plan due to a chest cold? Oh, 10-week off-season plan. Due to a chest cold in January and upcoming minor surgery, I have to modify. Do I stay on course with weekly schedule and just modify the individual workouts to do? What am I able to this is, this is a little bit of a long question. I'm not sure we can quite answer everything at once. To do, I'm able to... Uh... I would get a coach and have them yeah. be able to redo <laughs> your plan because yeah. that's a lot of um, a different lot. things kind of coming in. I would, if it's possible, get a coach for three months and have them help you organize your schedule so that it yeah. suits you A lot you of modifications beautifully there. Because yeah. the fact that you have these modifications, that's no problem at all. But it's being able to figure out how now to... Um, step into your training and a coach can really help you with that that would be my greatest recommendation but I would not start up where you know on the date that your training plan is on now I would go back if you miss quite a bit go and start again Um, but I would get a coach for a few months and have them help you with that yeah and we also don't know you're not telling us when your races are it's just a lot of specifics that we would need to help you we really want to help you with that answer so we'd need to know when your race schedule was and you're saying you've got surgery so it sounds like you need more of a customized type um uh, training plan and so i think and we, we would love respond. to help you with yes. that let's so, please let and us what help is you. your surgery you're getting let us know yeah. what that is and the date and we will be sending you all good vibes and so much love for that day yeah and if you have got surgery coming up soon i would just keep moving and just you know choose some sessions to do each day start at the start again if you've missed a lot like i think starting halfway through the plan it starts to ramp up a bit after four weeks so i'd go back and start the basics and then with the surgery you're having time off it sounds like i'm not sure what for but um yeah we can help you more if we knew a little more so maybe just give us send us send us an email um let's see Raglan I've started uh, doing I've started it was a prize wrong answer hi ladies great to see you I'm eight weeks into the 23 program love it yeah. yay awesome uh, the climate right now is super hot and very humid any tips apart from training at the cooler parts of the day to make the most out of this challenge yes we can totally help you with that make the most of this challenging climate so you're in um Cans. Oh, yes, of course it's hot. Oh, my God, it's so hot there. It's like 110. I would have your main focus when you are out doing long sessions on the road in the heat is really practice your hydration, your nutrition. It's going to be a key aspect of not only keeping your energy balanced throughout those longer sessions, but keeping you healthy and keeping you in a good place going into the next day's sessions. Because with dehydration and stuff like that, it doesn't just affect that session on that one day. It can affect the next day's session as well. I would also do, you know, the half of your runs on the treadmill. treadmill. Yeah. I would do some bike sessions on, on the, the turbo. Um, early sessions in the morning, getting started early would be key. But yeah, don't exhaust yourself doing every single session outside in the heat. Mm. It's great practice. 
um, have those sessions, have the priority in those long sessions outdoors be your hydration, your nutrition, your electrolyte, have that be the priority. And you'll actually be amazed that in focusing on that, you end up having amazing sessions outside. Yeah. And the, thankfully you already live in Cairns, So you're actually naturally acclimated anyway, uh, which is good, but I agree. Like in some, say you've got the key bricks, um, it, uh, to get the intensity, either start really early or you could do the efforts on the trainer and then the run uh, on the treadmill. Just um, just if you're doing that for the week, I would, I would consider doing that just to get that speed and the efforts in. and the and Because um, you can't always get that speed in when your heart rate's extremely elevated outside. So like Siri said, I'd do a couple of the challenging sessions or the harder workouts inside for sure. Yeah. Um, I hope that makes sense. Um, Rather than you're up to 45 minutes. Oh, my God. Okay, so you're set. You just want to add, like like Siri said, you do your, your strength run, which would be an incline set, which we have um, on our plans. You'd have an interval session once a week, your long run once a week. If you're up to 45, then add 10% each week uh, leading up to the marathon. Yeah. So you, you get up to – you want to get up to hopefully two hours by then. If if you don't, it doesn't matter. Sorry, the half marathon. You want to try and get up to, like, I'd say an hour 40, hour 45. If you don't, it doesn't matter. But you're going to add 10% each week for six but weeks. But I would not the week before your half marathon, I would keep your long run to an, an hour, hour only. Yeah. You don't want to be doing your longest run – the week before your half marathon. So that week before, the weekend before, just keep it to an hour easy aerobic run and mm -hmm. get yourself ready to have an amazing day. Yep. And intervals are going to get you fitted quicker. I'd definitely be adding that in once a week. Um, strength session does the same sort of thing, but um, intervals, yep, your long run, you got it. You got it, girl. <laughs> uh, let's see if there's any more questions. Nope. No more questions. Nicole Powell is on. Hello. Okay, so no more questions. So, Siri, is there anything else you want to add um, for tonight other than it's snowing outside now horses are all freezing? <laughs> um, and this I is Gracie would... having a... Say yeah. hi, Gracie. I know we often um, talk <laughs> about, you know, this is the kind of season where people are getting cold and some of you are getting sick. Um, when you are missing training, I know we lose total perspective as athletes sometimes, I remember as an athlete, I would have one day off and I would honestly think that I lost all my fitness in that one day off, which was absolutely crazy because now in hindsight Ugh. and being a coach, I remember after I retired like two months afterwards and I did nothing after I retired, I had to go work at this camp and they promised me that I wasn't going to have to like ride my bike or run or do any of those things. But then when I got there... <laughs> They expected me to do all of that. And I was amazed at how fit I still was after two months of doing nothing. Yeah. Because I had this fitness built up year after year, you know, day after day. Me um, after three years. It's still but good. when you're sick, guys, and I have athletes that oh, um, yeah, this is are good. dealing with this, you get so kind of stressed about missing a session. And we have a lot of sick people lately, so you really listen to this. So you, you start worrying that you're losing all your fitness. The only thing you will do by training when you're still sick is make yourself even sicker and be out even longer, okay? And so it's dangerous. To take three, four, Maddie Pesh had to deal with this uh, before she went off to Abu Dhabi and just had an amazing sprint race. She had a full, Woo, week, she won. full week off um, from training. Yeah. So it is so much better for your body and you can make it better for your mind, but you just got to round the corner of, of how you're framing being sick. 
Instead of saying, oh my God, I'm missing training, I'm getting out of shape, you can say, okay, I'm sick, I'm gonna take care of myself, I'm gonna heal, I'm gonna give my body a little bit of a rest, and when I come back, I'm gonna be that much stronger. Okay, so reframe it in your mind, but take that time off until you get 100% healthy, because if you come back too soon, you're just gonna be sick longer, and you're gonna miss even more. So please, guys, respect your body. Don't treat it like an old, dirty rental car. Treat it like a Maserati. Treat it like your dream car. Treat it like you truly understand that your body is what is allowing you to live your dreams and do everything you love and care about and stay fit and stay strong and be a gift in others' lives. Take care of your body. If you're sick, rest. Do everything you need to get it better. And on your first day back, take it super easy like a 30-minute jog, and if after that 30-minute jog and you have a second session in the day, if after the 30-minute jog you're absolutely trashed, don't do the second session. Come back conservatively, listen to your body, allow it to heal, and if you do that, it will thank you on the other side, I promise you. I love that. And I remember researching this. Oh, hello, darling. <laughs> hello. Um, I remember seeing some research papers on this from the Institute of Sport. And it said, because um, there were some athletes in our team that were like, oh, I'm going to lose everything after one day. And I saw it with some of the research I saw, four weeks of nothing at a, um, even at a very high level of fitness. Sorry, this is my dog with their report. Um, four weeks of nothing, you only lose between 4 to 8% max like four weeks of nothing. So one day you're gonna lose a quarter of a percent. It's really not worth worrying about it. It's right? not. And you're just gonna hurt yourself and you don't wanna damage your heart training with a bronchial infection, you know, or, or hurt your lungs. Just be, love your body, love yourself enough. Would you tell the person you love the most in your life, if they were really sick, would you tell them to go out and train? No. Get down to it, work hard, come on, keep training. Would you do that to someone that you love more than anyone in the world? No, you wouldn't because you wouldn't want to hurt them. So why would you want to hurt yourself? Don't do it. No. Rest, recover, give yourself time. Thank your body for all that it does for you. And when it's healthy, then you can get back into it and your body will be so happy to give you everything you want. And if that's not enough proof, um, training with a chest infection is so dangerous. I did it when I was younger. Like I didn't have a day off in like literally in 10 years other than flying, uh, traveling and stuff. And I got a chest infection. I used to always train with a chest infection so bad. And then when I was about 26, I had um, an MRI or whatever you get on your um, ultrasound on my heart. And it showed scar tissue um, from training with the chest infection. It was there. And it's probably still there, but it's so dangerous. Like you can have actually have a heart attack from that. So I think especially if it's on your chest, you've just got to be so yeah. careful. It's just not worth it. So all comes back to respecting and loving yourself as as much as you love the people you love the most in your life. Um, and we love you and we want you to take care of yourselves because we want to see all of you achieving your every goal and dream while also leading the most beautiful, joyful, fulfilling life. So, um, And Alina's saying she's got her surgery today. So, oh my gosh, we're so proud of you for surgery. getting that sorted, getting it out of the way. I think she, is it shoulder? I'm pretty sure it's And shoulders. she's having it actually today. That's what she wrote. Oh my God, Must good luck be late. to you. Good luck. We're sending Yay. you all the very best. Uh, I know it will be a huge success. And we wish you all the, all the very best. And my wife, I just have to say this, did not have to come on here tonight. I love she, you guys. She has her pick line. She has another week on the trial. And then she has her biggest triumph ever that she's going to overcome her stem cell transplant. 
planned for February 21st. And she's on here giving back as always. I love you guys. I want to be and here for you. I'm just so freaking proud of her. And I feel so lucky. And she is going to be amazing. And I always, when I'm doing my priming and my prayer, I see her up on stage giving back like never before, like we never imagined. And she sits here and she gives back to this club going through leukemia and... It just blows my mind. You guys She's make me just so, so happy. Brave and I love you so much, baby. Thank you so much. And I'm just so grateful. And I love We're my so wife. Grateful. And I want to thank my wife because <laughs> she is basically, she and my mom are my 24-7 caregivers, basically. <laughs> and she is single-handedly taking on all the things that I used to do. Uh, my part on the ranch and my part with the gala. And... Um, She's she absolutely still, you amazing. You still lift your load. And she's still loving on me and not getting frustrated with me and being the most beautiful, wonderful wife who loves me unconditionally. And she brings me so much strength. And I'm so, so grateful because I know that when we are triumphant, when I conquer cancer, we will have conquered cancer together. So thank you for mm. everything, Becky. Thank you, baby. Thank you to all of you. Baby, I'm going to let you go while I answer these last few questions because okay. the horses, I know you want to go out and give them their grain. See, she says she doesn't do anything, yet she goes out to the horses and does all that stuff. I love you guys. <laughs> Have an amazing week. Thank you for being you. You inspire us every day. Bye. And thank you guys for sending so much love to Siri. It like means she, the world. It honestly helps her heal every day. But I'm going to quickly go to a couple of questions. Nicole Pell, how often do you recommend practicing swimming in a wetsuit? And how often would you suggest building open water swims into your program? Okay, great question. Um, the wetsuit's really important, um, especially new wetsuits. Uh, new wetsuits, I always find, I always get a little bit smaller size than I feel like I need. So if um, I usually wear a small medium and generally it would recommend me probably in a medium, but I always get a little bit smaller. And um, I always wear it, I would say even 10 times before a race. You just have to be careful wearing it in the chlorine because um, if you leave the chlorine on there, it can damage your suit. So I would wear it in the pool just for the warm up for say a kilometer or so because you can overheat too. And then take it off, rinse it and then get back in the pool. So I would recommend minimum four to six times before the race to get used to it and it actually will soften the uh it'll soften the, the the neoprene as well and get it a nice and loose for where you need it and then you can also feel whether it's too big um in the pool sometimes with the warm water it can feel a little bit bigger than what it would in the cold when you're vasoconstricted in cold water but um great question nicole um and we always used to do in summer uh one swim a week in open water if you can get to open water once a week, definitely do it. Um, it's good to practice around other people. It's good to practice starting. It's good to practice the chop. Um, so I would definitely recommend one a week. And in saying that, if you can't, if you can do a, a team squad swim session in the pool where you're um, practicing being around other people, you're doing mass starts like Siri does where we have side by side and you sprint. Um, we just did a post on that the other day. Um, if you can't get to open water, you want to practice your siding in the warm up where you um, remember you're incorporating your siding separate to your breathing. So you, sorry, it's not part of your breathing. So your head goes up and then you still roll to breathe. A lot of people make that mistake of trying to breathe with their head up. And if you have to take four or five strokes because they have huge waves, then of course, you take the breath with the head up. But ideally, if it's not a big chop, 
You don't want to be breathing to the front. You still want to look up and then take your breath to the side still. That's a, it's a big mistake that some people sometimes make. Um, but with, with big waves, you can't avoid that. Obviously, you need to take three or four strokes. And I usually cite every um, every four to six strokes, um, eight max, because you can go off course. And that's why the bilateral breathing, you guys, is so important because you want to be seeing people side you. You want to be seeing the, the, the buoy line, and you just never know what side of the buoys are going to be on. So the bilateral is so good. It's also good for wetsuits because the wetsuits can be firm on your lower back and if you're just breathing to one side and twisting to one side with that tightness of that wetsuit or that speed suit when you have speed suits um it can really put pressure on your discs and cause like tweaks in your lower back which is not good so definitely with the wetsuit remember plastic bag over hands plastic bag over your feet pull it on give yourself a massive i call it a wedgie give yourself a massive wedgie pull it right up and gather it up the top of your hips the top of your legs so you have that gathering so when you dive in it's going to come down a little bit and also same with your arms gather it right up on your shoulders so you have that gathering and that extra bit of wetsuit at the top because when you dive in um it's going to come down a little bit and even when you start swimming it's going to come down a little bit so i always make sure i've pulled some extra like crinkles like under my arms and on my shoulders baby oil on your shoulders baby oil on your legs baby oil on your wrists baby oil on your neck you want it to glide especially on your shoulders because wetsuits can stick on your arm and that 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 um oil on your arms is really really good that baby oil um so i hope that helps great question nick um we have a few more here ben's asking first time i've caught you live and as it's past midnight in the uk love to you both i'm so proud of you too oh thank you ben that's so sweet um merle thank you okay let's see cats i think that's the last lot of questions so much love and good vibes. Praise to you both. Your light is so strong and giving my shine on you both in your greatest triumph. Thank you, guys. Yay. So, 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 so grateful. Kath, if you need any more help um, in regards to that 10-week plan, email me. If I can't help you, if I'm too busy taking care of my wifey, um, I'll pass it on to Maddie and Maddie will be able to help you with that. But we want to help get you on track with this, with this plan and working in your surgery and everything. We want to help you as much as we can. So... Thanks, mate, from Australia. Yep. Oh, I missed that accent. Um, my mum's coming over in a couple of weeks, so I can't wait to hear an Aussie accent and have my mum here and my sister too. But love you guys. Thank you. Um, I'm sorry if we've been a little bit MIA, but we really want to try and get on these live chats and be here for you. So don't forget we convert these to a podcast. So if you miss it, you can just download the Back and Series show. Um, please write us a review on there. If you like that, it's on iTunes and Spotify too. So um, yeah, thanks guys. We love you. And I'm going to go kiss my horses. Good night. Bye. Hey there, Cam here again. Thanks for listening. Head over to TeamSeriousTriClub.com for more tips on advice for triathlon. And if you want to join the club, you can also do that. Head over to the website, TeamSeriousTriClub.com, and click on the TeamSeriousTriClub link. See you next week.